Welcome to Shadow Work. What the fuck? If you've been thinking, uh, what the fuck is Shadow Work and how does it help me? You're in the right place. This is your go-to podcast that will answer all your questions as well as give you the tools to dig into your shadow so you can set yourself free from the bullshit holding you back and finally start manifesting that juicy as fuck life I know you've been dreaming of. I'm your host, Caitlin Hosking, the shadow work queen and coach to fierce as fuck women who want to heal their shit so they can drop the self-sabotage and take control of their futures. I know shadow work can feel a little bit scary, so if you're new here, don't stress. I'm here to demystify the spook and bring some fun to the heavy. So get ready to learn, cry, laugh, and finally understand why the fuck you do what you do so you can quit playing small and start manifesting those big dreams. So without any further ado, let's jump into this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Shadow Work. What the fuck? Today, we're talking all things about your voice and why it matters that you are heard and why it matters that you speak up for yourself, why it matters that you set boundaries and ultimately how this work for yourself is going to make this world a better place. And I want to talk more to this because for a long time, I... And I do like, guys, I love it when you manifest all the things <laughs> like I think it's it's fun. We can play with what's possible for ourselves and it builds our confidence. And we're like, wow, like, look what I did. And that's amazing. But my whole career, what I've really noticed is for me, that's not enough just to see a client manifest weight loss or money or a relationship if they haven't really deeply shifted how they feel about themselves and knowing that they would be okay without any of those things that I haven't done my job unless they do that, unless they know how to speak up for themselves, they can communicate, they can ask for what they need and they feel good about themselves no matter what is going on in their life. Because ultimately that is the change that matters. And I spent most of my life really blaming myself for, you know, it's my fault that I'm not confident or it's my fault that this man is treating me that way. It's because of this, it's because of that. And what I started to learn about over the last few years is how much of things that we blame ourselves and the way people treat us isn't about us right? It's about the systems we live in. It's about their shadows. It's about what they're taught is wrong and right. And often it conflicts with what we believe is wrong and right. And when we don't speak up for ourselves and we don't call things out, we put everyone else else at harm and at risk because we may sit here and say, oh, it's just me. Like I can handle it. I can cop it. It doesn't matter if my boss or my partner or whatever treats me badly. Um, but when we do that, we are telling that person even subconsciously that their behavior is okay, that it's okay if they go treat someone else like that. And we can sit here and be like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Like, I'm just saying, cause it's fine. Cause it's me. And you know, we have that story of like, I don't really matter, but we don't see how that plays out. Right. And so this work is so important, not just because you can manifest all the things, not just because you get to feel better and you get to stop being, you know, consumed by a system. So the system we live in (laughs) tells us that unless we have the money, the weight loss, the partner, 
um, the handbag, the shoes. We look a certain way. Unless we do all those things, we are not good enough, which is why we get really obsessed with manifestation and what we have. And that's just capitalism, right? (laughs) And it's like, if the system tells you that that's what's going on, you will invest more money into the big companies and into things and the wheel will continue to go round. So they keep making, they make money off you not feeling good enough because you think you need the thing to be worthy in society. It's very, it's a fine art form, really. And trust me, I did not see these things for a long time. I just thought that was the truth. Like when I had the money, I would be happy. When I had the body, when I would be happy. And I just realized so much of that was bullshit. And the more I kept chasing that, the more I felt I almost like I was having existential crises because it never mattered. And I was like, but they're telling me this is what matters, but it doesn't. It is an illusion. It is false. And it is what keeps capitalism going around in circles. And on other levels of that, so that's the piece around, you know, manifest whatever you want, but it's not the thing that's going to make you happy. Um, But on a societal level, it's when we do this work for ourselves, when we learn to connect with ourselves and to go after our dreams and we're accepting of ourselves and we're accepting of others. And also when we know how to communicate and go, this is not right for me. And we don't just keep being the people pleaser and keep being like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And then eventually we have the big outburst and lash out. We can treat people better and firmly. So for a lot of the time where I was in relationships that were toxic or um, unhealthy for me, I didn't say anything because I didn't feel like I had a right to say anything. I felt like I was being treated this way because they were telling it with me it was my fault and I already feel wounded and broken that they must be, they must be true. They must be right. So they were excused in their behavior. And that meant that, as I said earlier, like whenever we're saying yes to them treating us a certain way, we're saying yes to them treating other people a certain way. And I know so many of us who have girlfriends in relationships or um, even we know men who are in relationships and their partner is not treating them right. And we're like, why are you letting them treat you that way? Like, why don't you just walk away? And it's so easy for us to see that in someone else, but not really understand why that person's not walking away until we start to look at ourselves and why we didn't walk away, why we didn't set the boundary. And Ultimately, we can become more compassionate and we become more firm and we start to change the larger systems at play when we stop feeding into consumerism and buying all the things because we think that is what going to make us happy until we have an existential crisis because we realize it's not. And we stop letting people treat us badly and we start to call out shitty behavior, which makes the world safer for us, our children our mothers, our sisters, like all of that stuff. We can start speaking up for ourselves and asking for what we actually deserve. You know, women are underpaid and treated differently a lot of the time to men still. And when we just say, oh, it's because it's my fault and don't see what's actually at play, 
we keep that cycle going because we teach other women, oh, it's actually, it's your fault. It must be because you didn't perform enough or you didn't do enough or you're not confident enough. And so we become, when we learn to speak up for ourselves, we become the trailblazer, the leader to show this society what or how we should really be treated. And this is not to go to the other side and start blaming people and being like, you're wrong, you're bad, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, everyone's just responding from what they feel is safe, from the conditioning that they have, from what they believe is right. And the way that we get through that is by learning to speak up for ourselves and to say something. Because when we say it, it gets people to often be triggered, which is fine. But if we keep saying, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And not think we're too much or not think we don't matter or not play small. If we keep going, then things will change. And this will become a better place, better world for us all to live in. So I have had these deep desires to speak on this for quite a long time and I wanted to speak to that because it's to give insight into why we don't speak up and I was really afraid essentially I was really afraid of how people would perceive me they would say oh she just hates men she's just angry she's just this And I didn't want people to, you know, just think I was some extremist or something like that. So I've got all these shadows obviously playing out. (laughs) These are the judgments I am scared of people seeing within me. And that's where I need to do my work. Because ultimately, I could see that me not speaking out was harmful. Me not speaking on these topics, even though they're scary, was harmful because I what I want is for women especially and everyone but women especially who are very deeply affected by these systems to see that they can learn to start to speak up and it's not going to feel safe this doesn't feel safe to me Right. Because we've seen we've seen when people can speak up that they do get torn down. People disagree with them. It becomes like a witch hunt into like how canceled they can be and how they're so wrong. And we can feel like our basic safety is being challenged. All of these things have evidence in the real world as well. And so. It's. It's easy to stay silent. It's easy not to set a boundary or to leave the toxic relationship. And so often I see us staying in toxic relationships because we, again, like becoming, we're becoming the punching bag because we're like, well, I can cop it and I'm okay with this and I'm going to stay because I don't want them to go and do it to someone else. And so we don't call it out and we try to protect others by staying small and by copying it on ourselves. And that's not okay. It's not okay. And so if you can start to look at, okay, where do I think I don't matter? 
where do I think my voice isn't good enough or it's too much to make an impact? Where do I not call out behavior or how someone is treating someone else because I'm scared that they will reject or abandon me or tell me I'm wrong? Because the truth is that that all it all plays a role. Every single thing we do plays a role and the individual does affect the whole. So this is coming back and going, okay, I may feel like one very small fish in this sea. And to be truthful, we all are very small fish in this sea. But if you show, and let's, I think motherhood is such an easy one to relate to. And it's something that drives me because I do want to have babies and I don't have babies and I cannot imagine how hard it is, but I do know it's hard. But I also know that I, mothers want to do their best and they don't want their children to end up in toxic relationships or to be unsafe or any of those things. But they also don't want to break up a family. And they don't want to stand up to their husbands because they're, they're scared their husband will leave or their partner. And so they stay even when there's almost no hope and that person doesn't want to change. And so even though they wouldn't want that for their child... They are, by not using their voice, by not speaking up, they are saying that this is okay to be in a relationship like this. When they know they're not being treated well at work and they stay, we're saying it's okay to be treated unequally, to not have equal pay. And we're saying that subliminally, subconsciously, by not using our voice. And that has a ripple effect. Even if you don't have children, if you don't want children, amazing. One of my friends, and it can be a massive permission slip as well. I have a friend and she, I've just never really, apart from probably my mom, but I've never seen a woman hold herself in such Oh, she's just like, she's a force not to be reckoned with. (laughs) And if there is a man in corporate world that she works in or even a woman, like anyone who's not treating her fairly and she's not being paid what the work for the work that she's been doing, she will call it out. She will make sure everyone knows about it. And she has no issues in leaving if it isn't rectified. And that I'm like, that is pure power. And that's what we need. That's how we create more equality is that we call it out and we're not willing to settle because they just say that's just how it is. We're just like, okay, bye. That's the boundary piece. And I can say in my life, I ended up in abusive relationships because I would say things like, oh, it's just once. It won't happen again. They won't do it again. It's fine. It's just me. And so it would start off with like just small little things that were abused. And because I almost became numb to it and used to it, by the time it was a big thing, it felt so scary and unsafe for me to really say anything because I hadn't said it the whole time, but I just stayed silent. And being able to find my voice allowed me to not be controlled, not be controlled by men or women 
or people trying to treat me badly and I could start to forge my own path of what was wrong and right for me and ask for what I believe I deserved. Women have a tendency, even like, you know, we're taught to be, again, small, quiet, don't argue, be the caregiver, look after everyone else, don't ask for anything in return. You should just do that because you're a woman, clean the house, make the food. And we might not think we still live in that society, but we fucking do. There is the amount of women, including myself, that I see doing more housework than the partner, taking more responsibility for the kids, being afraid to ask their partner to look after the kids so they can go on holiday or take a break. We're still living in it. And that's because women are afraid to use their voice because we are taught through society to be small and that is our role and our job. This also translates into not asking for money because we think we should just do it for free. We're the caregiver. It's selfish. Right? That's a man's job. We're allowing these things to keep coming through and then wondering why we we don't have the things. Why we still live in this world. Why it's still hard. And it's going to get easier the more of us that use our voice. The more of us that it doesn't have to be, you don't have to get on a podcast or a public stage or anything like that to use your voice. For me, talking about this here, that's been a big journey. But I started doing this years and years and years ago in just the small things because the small things matter. The small things add up to the big things. For me to talk about this today, even with my fear of someone disagreeing with me or thinking I'm wrong or telling me I don't know enough or any, fine, tell me that, educate me, I don't mind, right? I will not respond to people who are like trying to argue with me or just tell me I'm wrong or getting angry at me, but I do respond to someone saying, hey, did you think about this? Hey, what about this? I'm so happy to have an open discussion. And that's the same for all of us, right? When we can get to that place and also be willing for people to disagree. But this started way back when with the little things and me walking away from toxic behavior and saying, this is inappropriate. Do not treat me that way. Me asking for pay rises when I used to work. Me Asking, setting boundaries with friends and saying, I actually don't have space to hold this right now. I love you, but I can't. Speaking my truth, asking for what I need, even in the face of rejection over and over and over. That's built up my capacity and taught me that A, no one's ever going to speak up for me. Right? Ultimately, it's my job. It's my responsibility to say, hey, this is what I need. Hey, this is not okay for me. It's the same as you. It's your job to speak up for what is okay and what is not okay for you. And by doing that, yes, we teach other people. You become a leader of those in your life. Doesn't have to, again, doesn't have to be a big thing. Just for those in your life. You teach your children of what's appropriate and what's not and how to stand up for themselves. 
We start to close the gaps in society. We start lashing out at people because we're resentful and frustrated because we haven't spoken up for ourselves 1000 times before and got to the point where we're just screaming at them. Because when we learn to speak up at the start, we don't get to that point where we're so frustrated we need to yell. When someone's not listening to us, which is a big trigger of mine, if I feel like someone doesn't hear me and I'm trying to be calm and rational, I will yell at them. (laughs) And for me, it's like, actually, I'm not going to make that about me. If this person is unwilling to listen, I will set a boundary and I will disengage from the conversation. Right. So we end up in a place where we're, we're not giving our way a power constantly to believing that other people are better than us. Other people should treat us that way. This is going to make me happy, blah, blah, blah. We are so solid in our power because we can speak our truth. Even in the face of adversity and fear and all of those things. The biggest issue in this world is that people don't speak up for themselves. And they're scared of being cancelled or burned because that's what history tells us will happen. But the thing about power and systems is that they are only held up by the people who are willing to follow them. For the people who are willing to stay submissive and quiet and be controlled. So if you, if there is you and enough people and you are part of that whole that stops feeding into the bullshit that we are fed, that we are not good enough, that we have to have X, Y, and Z to be worthy and we can't be authentically expressed and we have to live in this system and do the nine to five and buy the house and have the dog and have the babies and do all the normal things, which most of us hate and resent. And we start to carve our own paths and show people it's okay to self-express, to be yourself. Then that's the society we will start to live in. Because the power is taken away from that system over there and put into authentic self-expression. Into happy, real happiness. Not happiness that's found from chasing pipe dreams that aren't even authentic to us. So how do we do the shadow work around this? Think about where you don't speak up for yourself, where you say it doesn't matter, where you allow someone to overstep your boundary and ask yourself why. Why do I say it doesn't matter? What's really going on? What am I really afraid of? They will see or judge within me. And the more work you do on those parts, the more accepting, as always, you are of those parts, the less fear you will have. And have conversations more and more with people about this sort of stuff. I was afraid because I was like, I don't want people just to be like, again, She's an extremist. She's this. She's just going on about all the things, which is what I used to think. (laughs) So I would be like, oh, you're so annoying with all your feminist bullshit. Like, could you shut up? This is not really a problem. That was 100% me. (laughs) And it was because I was actually just too afraid to speak up, to look at it, because it felt so big and so painful that I just shut it down completely. 
until I realized that this was the work that actually does make a change. And it may be painful to confront, but it's more painful staying silent and ignoring the problem. So start to do the shadow work on those pieces. Start to integrate them. Start to see where you don't set boundaries and why. Where you don't ask for the pay rise and why. Why you stay in the job that you know is toxic workplace and culture. Why you keep following what everyone says is the right thing to do and you're too afraid to do what you want to do. Why do you do that? Because that is ultimately the thing that is sabotaging you from living a life that feels fulfilling. Not speaking your needs, your desires, your boundaries is a thing that leaves you feeling disempowered. Because we keep following what we think everyone else wants for us. And what they want and what we want can be very different. And I also want to, the final piece on this is just to highlight the fact that there are environments that are un, physically, physically unsafe for us to speak up. And I'm not taking away from that. I'm not just like going to a really unsafe physical environment and start speaking up for your needs and like, All of that sort of stuff. There are times where the best thing to do is to leave if possible or create some type of plan. But you can use your voice to start speaking. Hey, this is what's going on for me. I need some help. I need support. I don't know what to do. And bringing people together with the truth rather than hiding it, hiding abuse or pain Or whatever it is because you're saying it's weak or it's not good enough or it's because you're unworthy. No, fuck that. That's the society that keeps us small. It is important. You are important. So start to practice using your voice. Find the people. And just because someone doesn't respond, one person doesn't respond the way you want them to doesn't mean stop. Again, that's how we stay stuck. You have to keep going. It's like the squeaky wheel gets the oil or something like that. I'm pretty sure that's the quote. But that's how all change happened. So go and speak to someone. If they don't respond, go speak to someone else. Go and you will find people that are start will listen, who will help. This isn't about doing it alone, but it's using your voice to rally the troops. This is the warrior that I talk about in Ignite and in Embodied Queen. Getting into the warrior energy to rally the troops to make change for you and for other people. So, please, please, this work, using your voice will make change, not just for you. Like, yes, it will, because when we start to get feel like we can be ourselves and authentically self-express and learn to self-trust and self-love and manifest and like all those things are amazing and they're fun and trust me I'm all about it it's a big part of what I do but this is the stuff that truly makes the change in our life and this is what I love to celebrate my clients for is when they left the job they asked for a promotion they called shitty behavior out they set a boundary I'm like fuck yes like that is the hardest shit in the world That is the hardest shit to do because that is where we feel the most fear of a rejection and abandonment. And that's the biggest shadow we have is that we'll be rejected and abandoned. So start doing the small things. Start using your voice. Change matters. You matter. 
You're part of the whole. The whole holds up the system and the powers that be. And if you don't fucking like it and you don't like how people are being treated or not heard, your voice will contribute to everyone being heard. Beautiful. That is my inner feminist side. (laughs) And I feel really, really happy that I have a space to communicate this stuff and to start to share on bigger topics which can feel so large and so consuming and I know that there is a time where I'm like no I just I need to sit back from all of that and just look after myself and just do the things in my life to to feel safe in my life and then I start to look at okay what can I do to help other people because you I have a saying like two people drowning no one gets saved (laughs) so if we just keep looking after everyone else which is again is a societal thing women are taught (laughs) look after everyone else first But if we're looking after everyone else first, eventually we end up in the most place of harm because we don't have anything left to look after ourselves. And so we don't have the, we're too exhausted to fight for ourselves and to stand up for ourselves and to set the boundaries or to change things. So you are the most important. So take what you need, work on yourself, do that work first, put on your oxygen mask, get in the boat. And know that all of that is creating change and there gets to be a time where that you can look after other people at the same time as looking after yourself. But you do come first. Okay, that's it. I'm going to stop there. If you've loved this, please take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram, share it with someone. Um, Big topic. Thanks for still listening. And if you're wanting to join Ignite, do shadow work, do all this sort of stuff, then make sure you jump in. It's the last few days to register. Last time I'll be running it for this year and probably until at least mid next year, because I believe the next one I'll run will be face to face as a retreat, which is super exciting. But this one is online, so you can tune in from anywhere in the world. If you have any questions, just send me a message on Instagram, complete underscore by Caitlin, or just shoot me an email, caitlin at completebycaitlin.com. And yeah, beautiful. I will chat to you all next week.